Are you tired of food tasting good? Can't say no once you smell that delicious lasagna? Well here at Seattle Smoke Show Laboratory, an incredible product, recently discovered by top scientists, this unique formula in a pill is 40% likely to give you symptoms that leave you losing weight. How did the Seattle Smoke Show Laboratory get such a fine product before Big Pharma? It's really simple. Achoo! Excuse me, or should I say, excuse you for interrupting our bottling process. The Corona Pill, exclusively available at Walmarts everywhere. <laughs> I heard, uh, all accurate. I heard, uh, the girls, uh, I heard the cashiers. It just happened that it was all females at the time talking about, uh, at Safeway talking about, yeah, I heard they were going to put up like plastic plexiglass things to protect Cop us. Guards. And I heard that and I went, that sounds like a Jiffy Lube rumor to me. That sounds like a thing that is yeah. never ever going to happen they are and now they are now. <laughs> right Sne- <laughs> walmart's putting them up yeah everywhere like several places are putting up sneeze guards which i heard that and went it's it's so cute that you still think your company cares about you mr cashier but <laughs> but in the real world you don't get shit see i just don't understand because the, the cash registers are only built for so much space yeah. Well, how I mean, how are you going to get a sneeze guard that's going to prevent behind the? It's gonna it's gonna go. It's gonna have cutouts in it. It's gonna be kind of like in a bank, and it, it's gonna be much thinner. Um, and it's gonna go behind the credit card reader. See, I heard they're just they're just drilling it in, and essentially there's gonna be a slot for the credit card. It's gonna be on the outside rather than the, where the cashier is. It's gonna be where you walk through, and there's gonna be a slit for the cash. What if you pay cash? Well, then you're gonna get coronavirus. <laughs> Dude, actually, speaking of which, was just hilarious. So two days ago, um, now most places have that have the uh, single use policy, the bags, or you mm-hmm. got to pay for them. In the last couple of days, they've actually banned that, or they not banned it, but they they took it off the. They said basically, this is a hardship at this point. Until April twenty second, you we're not going to charge you for bags anymore, and you can use the single use plastic bags. And no place is doing it. All those, all, every place that I know of is still charging. It's been two days. I take some receipts back, but I mean, I mean, I mean maybe it's a zero, but I know for sure. I checked out this morning and I said, how many? bags do you want i heard a uh a, a wicked wife hustle oh yeah at safeway the other day but first but first before the wife hustle we need the weed rainbow flame crossed with tropicana cookies it's a constellation hash joint we keep buying them even though i am never impressed with them but every time we go in any place the bud tenders are like oh man i really like these they're really expensive but they're not usually very strong they're medium but, right they're medium there's nothing wrong with them but there's nothing particularly right with them to make them worth more than the other joints right but they open nice coronavirus we are outside because once again i have brought all my toilet paper at a park the only park open and honestly the entire i mean the entire seating area is covered in toilet paper like i've had to that's how you know it's safe that's true. I've had to fend off. We've had to fend off a, ho- a couple of homeless people already. Like you know, you got to throw shit at them. Unfortunately, uh, no, right now that shit has shit. Uh, no. that shit has no toilet paper, so they're dirty. From us, from us, not from not from them, not from yeah, they're dirty because they've been around us. Now we're each smoking our own individual joints that we are not passing, which is fucking weird. It is really weird. Let me tell you, it is so fucking weird to smoke weed and not pass it to somebody. I don't have a lot of interactions during the <laughs> week where I'm uh, where I'm like passing or smoking with other people. And, you know, when we get together to do the podcast is when I'm, you know, passing stuff and, and doing all this stuff. It's like every time now, I just want to pass it to somebody. 
every time I hit it. It's true. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, wife hustle. Mom hustle. Yeah. Wife hustle, though. That's what it is. I was in Safeway, and the cashier, I want to say that I stood there and witnessed this, but it didn't. The cashier told me about it, mm. uh, because I had forgotten to type in my Safeway card, and she's so like- So, for all intents and purposes, you saw it. Yeah. I saw it. Yeah. Cashier said it. It's gospel. Definitely. Um, I had forgotten to type in my Safeway card, and she's and I was like, it's not a big deal. And she's like, no, no, no. Just if you type it in right now on that receipt, they'll just give you the difference in cash back right now. And I went, really? And she said, yeah. In fact, we have some wives who come in and specifically do not use their Safeway card so that they can take the receipt to their husband and show them what was paid and then come back in and get the cash back to have money in their pocket. And I went, damn, that's a hard wife hustle right there. Like, that's really hustling. That's crazy. Personally, I understand because my wife never uses her Safeway card. Never. She just always pays full price. I keep telling her she should. And she just takes that cash back. Okay. All right. (laughs) Now I got what you're saying. If we cough loud enough, nobody will come over by us. Now we're coughing, but we have a wet cough. It's very wet, just so you guys know. So that's one of the sure telltale signs we do not have coronavirus is because we have a wet cough. If you cough and sound like Chewbacca as you're doing it, you're probably fine. Yeah, probably. Or you have some disease that is not coronavirus. Dude, this has been a coronavirus week, man. Like, I hate we to be like, this, is, this has been, you know, this coronavirus podcast number four. Right? But right? The first one was, haha, it's kind of a joke. The second one was, damn, guys, this might be getting serious. The third was, okay, we are socially distancing and not sharing weed. And now that's just the new norm. Man. <laughs> We can't come out of this, you know, not realizing the that we need each other. I mean, it's it is a weird thing for humans to be in lockdown for two weeks. I mean, you see it on the memes, two people, weeks, two weeks, yeah, no, any well, no. no. Just besides that, I'm saying day day seven of of the quarantine lockdown, people are already going insane by just. Famous people are like not wearing makeup. Bono's doing a live concert at his house. Be careful not to click on the link for that because if you do, you're gonna actually see a live concert of Bono at his house. Nobody wants that. Oh man, that that, I would almost wish coronavirus on you. You have to listen to that, right? Oh, oh. Painful. Although, although, I I gotta plug this person who, I watched uh, one of their YouTube videos this morning, and I thought it was super interesting, and I don't remember their name. This is the first one I've ever seen by them, but it was, they took the song, you're not gonna find these two songs mashed up anywhere else, I'm sure, but they took the songs House of the Rising Sun Mm. and Amazing Grace, Mm. and did this really crazy cool mashup uh, of them that was just outstanding in rock or is it like a blues type of it's a little more bluesy it's two acoustic guitars that are plugged in but still sound acoustic so they're electric but they have an acoustic sound right and uh, a female singer and one of the guitarists sings and the guitarist and the female harmonize really really well and the other guitarist is insanely talented really really good really quick i bet he could play metal really well but they're not playing anything like that he's just on an acoustic guitar doing this really precise really fast picking it's just it was remarkable i I really enjoyed it house of the rising sun and amazing grace there can't be that many i mean i know this is uh i know this is like old news but have you seen the uh, the Game of Thrones theme song when they had uh, Tom Morello and Scott Ian and like two or three other people, Brad Paisley? Ooh. 
uh, jam out to the metal version of Game of Thrones theme. I can't imagine Brad Paisley playing with Tom Morello. Right. That, that's what I'm like, holy shit, really? I, I'll play it for you for a couple seconds, but I'll, I'll throw it in the podcast for just a second so you guys can hear it too. This is not something I've heard. Brad Paisley is a uh, country singer, an American country singer, and... Tom Morello is the guitarist from Audio Slave. Audio, a bunch um, of different bands, a bunch actually. Of different bands, but uh, alternative rock. That song. They have. Yeah. Um, they have producers. Put it close to the mic. I can't hear anything. I, I will in just a second. They have producers that are doing it. They have. They're not playing yet. Oh, I'm just telling you all the different people that are that are doing it. The co- actual composer of the theme song. That's that's pretty badass. Yeah. I'm gonna have to go home and like watch that in full length. It's like eight minutes long, 15 million views, so it's not like it's a, something that hasn't been watched before, but right. I mean, I saw it way back in the day too, but you, you saying that just made me think of that because I thought that was so fucking cool. No, I watched that thing this morning and I was like, oh man, I was watching it on full screen so I couldn't see the stuff underneath. I was like, man, these guys are awesome. I'm going to like this video. And I was like number like 475 and I was like, really? That's like the, the production value is just really high for that few likes. Like it sounds like a studio quality recording. And you, you can do that in your fucking basement now you know they look like they were just in some random room they had guitars in there and stuff but you just have to have it plugged into a fucking mac and garage band i mean really that's all you really got to do and that's well you just have to splice it into that as well and then you can you have the actual production sound on your computer right there boom yeah but that doesn't change that doesn't set up the acoustics of the room which matter it doesn't you know mean that your mic is gonna pick up the sounds you want it to and not the sounds you don't like all of these things matter there's a lot that goes into a good production quality you're right but a lot of it can just be diy you got a couple thousand dollars and you want to just make a room that's true if you've already got three guitars on the wall and you're playing two more you've got a couple thousand dollars okay you I probably mean, have a nice computer probably have if you also have video recording system. and sound recording equipment of any yeah. type they also had multiple different camera angles as they were going so they at least had a g- couple of GoPros, right? Um, I mean, but really, that good quality. It's all about just the the sound of the mic. That's what it's all about. You want a good, you want they, a good mic had, quality. Well, the two singers had individual mics, and the guitars were plugged in direct. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm talking about the brand. You just need a really good microphone. Yeah, but I'm saying they, they, they. Nobody and, was sharing any do. kind of a recording. Right, right. But um, if, as long as you have good mics, a lot of the uh, the room, the soundproofing, you you don't need as much. Is you that what's wrong with ours? Yeah, ours are super cheap. I'm a cheap Jewish, or not Jewish, uh, lawyer. What is your problem with Jews? Hey, man, this is your problem. <laughs> I've been watching The Hunters, and I've been realizing what they've been saying is kind of, you know, it's kind of right on. Actually, I have been watching The Hunters. This sounds like a great concept, because Casey was like, I don't know how I feel about a group of people that just hunts another people because of their beliefs, and I was like, no, 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 you're putting it too broadly. It's people who are people who hunt Nazis who are not people. So, that's what America does we punch nazis it's okay you're allowed to go hunt down nazis it's not okay it is it's not. i support it it's go hunt down nazis it, but it's not okay I, go, I go hunt down anybody who says okay. i'm a nazi and is proud of it fucking punch him in the face no yes the difference Price. no you're the right punch him multiple times the difference between the show and what you're saying is these were actual nazis that committed war crimes mm-hmm. so war criminals that were nazis you can kill a war criminal who's a Nazi, and I will. We killed lots I and lots of Nazis that. that weren't war criminals. Fine, I will support you for that. But for some American who's actually American who says I'm a Nazi, you but, deserve punched in the but face. Does not act out on those beliefs. You're wrong. No. Yes. No. 
Yes, I, dis- I, I we should. I disagree with your. Why opinion. are you? So if up- they say I subscribe, I ascribe why- to what Nazis believe and self-identify as a Nazi, you deserve whatever happens. But to why you. are you so afraid of their I- ideology that you can't combat that with something to say? Look at this idiot! Like you're, you. He goes. I he do. Goes, I combat goes, it with a punch in the face. That's what you do with Nazis. Words matter more, my friend. Eh, Words matter. That's more. not what they thought in World War II when we were actually fighting Nazis. They didn't talk at them. I don't know if you've seen videos. I don't know but- if you. I don't know if you've seen that the war ended. Uh, I know it was like yeah, we killed a bunch of fucking Nazis. I know, I know it was in your, like your middle, the middle ages of your life. Yes. You know what I mean, yeah, back when I was and, mid- during back, my midlife crisis, back back in the day. Okay, so yeah. I know it was a big part. Like you understood exactly what happened, but the reality is, is we're generations past that, buddy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this, I mean, everyone, so if you look at that through everyone. the lens of history and still go, I want to be a Nazi. Well, You're a piece of shit that deserves punched in the face. I, I can disagree if you're an American. <laughs> Sorry, man. I don't care if you're an American, a Brazilian. I, uh, I am against. Uh, what I'm, was it? a Chile, Argentinian. Uh, <laughs> but maybe don't I don't yell. care if you're from South Africa. But definitely, maybe don't yell about Nazis. You know what I mean? There are other people in the park. Fuck Nazis. Fuck Nazis in the park. <laughs> That's a good point. But. See, nobody cares. <laughs> look, look, we're talking about Nazis. See, nobody cares. Yeah, but she she looked. She did look. She did look. Maybe she's a Nazi. If she comes over, I'll punch her in the face if she says she is. As a lawyer, I have to <laughs> tell you that is uh, not okay in the eyes of the law. Everyone's looking at us because everyone else is out here. They have a dog with them or they are doing some type of a exercise looking walk. They are all doing something that the news says you should go outside and do and they're 50 feet away from anyone else. At least. Except for us, who's sitting here recording our podcast. Six feet away from each other. We are. We're six. We're, we're at opposite ends of a... Uh, Giant picnic table. A picnic table. Yeah. A picnic table that you could easily sit 10, 10 adults comfortably with their food. Maybe more. I could lay across this table in the middle and not touch either of it. Now, yeah. James, James would fold on either side because he is 12 foot 6. His knees would be hanging but off one end with his feet on the ground. Definitely. And his, you know, head and shoulders off the other. But this table, yeah, this, this table's gotta be more than 6 feet long. And oh, we're on sure. opposite sides and opposite ends. So, yeah. It, it, that's the only way we can remember not to pass each other the joint, honestly. If we were any closer, it, it would just be a reflex. And even then, like, I still want to. <laughs> Speaking of joint. Are we going to do this or are we going to do Oh, no. We'll finish up with the weak ones to start off strong. I think we should. Okay. All right. Huh? You convinced me. Really had to twist my arm there, you know. That's the way I am. It was a tough one. So, I am smoking an oleum sugar cone called Twisted Punch. It is 37% total cannabinoids, 1.6% total terpenes. From American Weed 2, with a K in American. Ouch, that's painful. Hydrocarbon extract product. That means that the... That means that the concentrate in it was extracted with propane or butane. What you got? I got a push pop. Mm. Looking at a total cannabinoids of 43.2%. How'd you get so many cannabinoids in a push pop? I don't know, man. I think they infused it with something. Mm. Something like that. But... So wh- what company is that one from? SPP? Yeah! Smoky Point Productions, Shatter Joint. That is an old Seattle Smoke Show favorite. He, he really likes the ASMR of popping the tubes open. It, it yeah. is fun. It is entertaining. And then he th- and then just to make sure that he was extra contaminated, he threw the joint on the ground, let it roll around before he smoked. 
Well, there is a uh, there is a Q-tip on the ground here. So. I mean, you have to. Oh yeah, that's perfect. You you got to show the coronavirus you're not afraid. It can smell fear, dude. You cannot let Corona stop a good time. Corona usually facilitates a good time. That's a light beer. I'm talking about my dog. Oh, dude. I mean, she's a really happy dog. Can I just say officially, I would give as far as helping America. Okay, stay with me here. Mm-hmm. Who is hurting America? And let me tell you, it is the fucking news. The news is hurting America. Without said news, we wouldn't know about the coronavirus. I'm not trying to say it like that. The news, every single little thing that they can try to do to cause fear to make you want to watch. Man, they are fucking, they are pulling every single fucking little thing that they can. Like, yeah, everyone right now is freaking out about New York, which totally we should. Look, New I York has the most understand. cases because they have tested the most people. Sure. That's it. That's that is exactly. that's Agreed. it. It's Agreed. not that they have a higher density of cases. They have a high density of population and a governor who is making sure that they get the shit they need first. Governor. And so they have this huge amount of tests. Uh, that's a separate thing than I. Uh, you know, okay. I should, I should Different subject. But they're. I mean, New York. Everyone is freaking out about stuff. Just a couple of days ago, they were saying they were running out of personal protective equipment, PPE. Like, and then the next day he comes out and says, "Actually, we have." enough to last us through this week and next week and like no one talks about it if you watched his briefing he's like we're good right now like right now right this second we got what we need now in the future we probably won't but as far as this week and next week we have enough personal that's what i tried to tell everyone and it's like no no no. the news wants to say fuck all that that he's saying that we're keeping up which we are all across the nation no we're not keeping keeping up all across the nation that is completely inaccurate New York, because they are getting an influx of supplies and have a lot of money, they are, they say they are running out because their projection says that in a week or two, they will be out and they don't have any way to source it beyond that. Other places in the country are already out, have completely run out of PPE. Well, gosh, where was she at? Illinois. Illinois, um, my wife was talking to a lady just yesterday that said that she works for a company that... It's basically a distribution place that distributes a lot of stuff, including PPE, and that she basically pulled some strings to help a friend of hers who works at a local hospital there get a bunch of this PPE because they had already been completely out. And when she took it in, they said, well, our insurance says you haven't been properly trained on it. So I'm going to need you to intubate this person who definitely has COVID-19 with no PPE at all. I need you to get on that. You're not allowed to wear these masks because our insurance says you have not yet been trained on how to properly wear them. And that was all they had in the building. Okay. That sounds like a weird ass fucking case. From the for everything about that you just said, sounds okay, fucking if, weird. If places weren't completely running out, why would the <laughs> CDC and the WHO be telling people to use bandanas and sew your own masks and reuse them? Because all of that is out there. Mm-hmm. Them telling people reuse masks, sew your own, or use a fucking bandana. You know, there's more people, and but because of yeah, they're saying sure. that because just in case. Yeah. No, they're saying. That because places are already out and they're already doing that. Well, WHO would say that because they're talking about the world, of course. What you have, this is the best you got. Like, grab whatever you got. They literally told them today they should try using diapers because they have handy Velcro tabs and they will stick on your face easier. Just turn the overdrive off. I did. Exactly. We're keeping up. Mm-mm. 
We are. We are not. We are. Right now. That's part of the fear. Ventilators, we are keeping up. So far, nowhere across the country is out of ventilators, unable to use one for somebody who needs one. Right. So far, nowhere is like that. Their projections say that they will run out, and New York is getting a huge influx of these because of the charisma and the work of their suck. governor. Um, they're getting an influx more than anywhere else. At least, they, it's, at least it's currently televised. They currently have more than they need. Maybe not more than they are going to need, but they have more than they need right now. And other places are going to run out sooner than they are, but they're not going to give up what they have. They're going to have to. In the No, it's- not in the middle of this issue as long as they can say look people are on these ventilators they're being used you you can't take them and they go well these other places have no ventilators they're completely out people are dying i'm sorry ours are being used all of them as soon as we don't need them then you can have them by the time new york doesn't need them no fucking body else does either no you will they're getting now influxes in different places really i think it's just they're testing in different places and trump should have had trump should have had gm ford who the fuck ever building ventilators mandatorily before now. I don't know what American is stupid enough to rely on the altruism of major corporations. You mean but like Elon Musk? If you if you are an American and you rely on count on expect of course altruism from a mayor corporation you're dumb you, you haven't been watching so this is what happens and us. that's what trump was expecting so and didn't happens. get so he had to go ahead and tell them you are forced now to do this so this is what happens so you have basically there's a website you can go to if you are a large manufacturing company and you can make bids on different government contracts if you have the connections to be able to do that mm-hmm. they had an open bid for PPE ventilators they have i had they have that now so GE or GM, General Motors, said, we are going to make this amount of ventilators in this amount of time in order to sell them on this government contract. And the government, okay, cool, you can do that. And then they went back and they went, actually, it's going to take a whole lot more money. Uh, We're going to only make 4,000 ventilators instead of the, I think they said 40,000. 100, whoa. Oh, yeah. 40000 is what they initially asked for. And then that was going to be a set price of money. And they went, actually, it's going to be like 4000 And then if you really want that forty, it's going to be close to a billion dollars. And he went, or and not Trump, but the administration went, excuse me? No, no, no. We agreed to this amount and this much money. No, no, no. We're not going to let you go and just blow up the budget. You're going to do this, period. And then so they enacted the Defensive Production Act. Uh And said, no, you're going to fucking make them for this amount of money, period. And you have to prioritize now, because he enacted that, these things, instead of just, you know, we were going to let you also be able to make cars, also be able to do this, also be able to do that. Now we're, instead of trusting you, now we're going to force you to do that. You have faith in the American corporation, because those people also are Americans. GM has hundreds of thousands of Americans that are employees. I mean, they have employees. Yes, those employees didn't make that decision. I'm talking about the decision makers, the corporation itself. Who are those people? They're Americans. I mean, this is affecting everybody. All these places are Americans too. So you expect that they're going to step up. 
And if they don't, then you do it. But they had an agreement. They said they were going to do this. And then the, and then they went, no, no, no. Actually, we're going to have to change our mind, I change our opinion. I thought that they had just... It's, it's not as simple well, as that. I thought that they had just said, sure, we're going to help you out. Um, Actually, they did. They just said, sure, yeah, we're going to help you out. And he went, cool. I mean, you've got... Yeah, of course. Yeah, you believe him when they say that. Especially when a corporation as you? large as GM goes, we're going to help the U.S. government. Dude, honestly, Trump, Trump, whoever, goes, okay, good. Thank you. You should. We're going to give you some good money for that. And then they come back and go, actually, we're going to bend you over and ream you because you have to have it. And they go, oh, apparently you don't know which way this dildo goes. Right, exactly. let, me show you, let, let me show you how it works. Exactly. We're going to remove lube from the equation now. If you are a manufacturer <laughs> right now, the government's going to give you good money for these things. Right. They're not look, fucking you. If you are an American company and you produce plastics or textiles and you are not currently producing PPE or medical equipment, what the fuck is wrong with you? For one thing, for one thing, that's going to look great on your advertising, which is your resume as a business for whether people want to use you or not. And it's worth a lot of fucking money. They, You could make so much money making anything that supplies a hospital or the sick or needy right now. Right. And on top of making money hand over fist, you get kudos from the whole fucking country for being a hero for helping out even though you're making a huge amount of money if you're not what the fuck is wrong with you right like, yeah I, but because yeah. but because some hack reporter wrote a half true story and then the news ran with it now you know that trump is at fault for making gm and he should have been doing this in the first place it's like no like there are things there's more than just that and no, they came he, out and they clarified no i'm saying this he, he this, should this have. reporter uh, look, told a half truth on on what he said no listen the truth cuomo okay in his every morning address, like a week ago, he was going, he was saying specifically, so the president enacted this, but then didn't do anything on it. He says, these companies are just going to help us. He goes, that's not the way it works. That's why, I, that's why this has been my opinion from the beginning. I'm gonna every that. morning when Cuomo comes on there and talks, I listen to him because I like what he's got to say. I like what he seems really straightforward. I can see you that he's funny? a politician, but I'm buying it. You know what's really funny hmm. is Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, has done almost identical things. Yeah, but he's not on the news every morning. All right. But he is doing exactly the same thing. Well, he should have a press conference every morning. I think he does. should have a bigger press conference. I don't know what to tell you. Well, New York is the largest. I mean, everybody cares about, you know, New York. Yeah. California. Um, There's a bunch of places in California you care about. It's not one place. It's You know why? That's the thing. In New York, Cuomo can say, I care about New York. And every person in New York City, which is the majority of his of the population of New York goes well, he means New York City, obviously. Right. Well, that's all the media. Okay. That's where every fucking that's, media he works. He means New York City, and everybody else in New York State goes, he means all of New York. And right now, people in New Jersey and Connecticut go, he means us too. Yeah. So he is literally just like, he is, re I don't know what it is he's angling for, but man, he's going to get it. He's he's really killing it. He, his states are in better shape than anywhere else, even though it looks like they're not. They're getting more supplies, more attention. More money than anywhere else in the country. Like, he's doing really good shit for his state, which is his job. So here's a random question for you. I'm, I'm thinking about this. This joint has not smoked well. This sugar cone has sucked. This fucking one has actually been pretty good. SPP? 
course. Um, so, if in 10 years mm-hmm. we find out, so right now the coronavirus death is about 1.5%. Okay. But as you have said this entire time, there's no testing. So we know that there is at least hundreds of thousands of people, if not millions of people, that have already had this. That's yeah, what Stanford, that's what Stanford the other side. Uh, professor said. Truly, I believe... Me and Casey both think that we had it in, like, late December, early January, because we got fucking crazy, awful flu. I mean, terrible sick, but for, like... They have an antibody test coming out. Like, yeah. It, I, it just got I, approved by the FDA. Uh, for, like, three days, I was, like, fucking incapacitated, but and I was like, this is clearly flu, but I never threw up, which is really weird, because... That always for me, that's always a flu symptom. Yeah, that that's always part of it. I had fever. I coughed. I couldn't breathe. I didn't even smoke the whole like the whole like three four days. But after I came out of it, I was just I had like a little bit of a lingering cough, but wasn't anything that I would call sick. But it was like that for another week or more. And Casey and I both got it, and she got super sick about five or six days after. I stopped being super sick. So, the reality of this is probably that it's a whole lot less. A lot less. Oh, that a bunch more people have had it. But yeah, but a lot of people have died during this time that were not listed as having died of coronavirus that did. It was interesting is uh, I was listening to a press conference by Jay Inslee, the governor of Washington, and he said that every single case that comes in to the hospital as a respiratory anything respiratory they're counting that as a total uh for coronavirus cases that's not true that, that's what he said that's what he said that may be what he's doing but that's not right. what the hospital I is understand. recording no that's what they are they're that's what he ordered them to do anything that has a because they tell you what cases how or why what. wouldn't he test if there's just a bunch of tests because there's not a need to test right now. No, you just assume? I don't know. Yeah, there's not a need to test. That is what te- he said. So if there's plenty of tests, then how come we have rules like that in place that prevent people so, from getting tested? He was asked about that, and he said that right now there is a rule in place that does not allow for Washington, uh, U- University of Washington, to do the testing. There's a rule in place by the CDC, and they are working towards changing that. They just haven't been able to change that yet. If they can change that, that's like ten or 15,000 units they can process a day. But there's a rule right now that says that they can't. You know, I thought I thought one of the first things that I Trump just, had done was, was lifted a whole bunch of regulations. Maybe that was just something that didn't get. Didn't get that done. was honestly, I saw him get up there. I watched him say that you know live when he did it, when they were watching his speech. That's what I have like to watch specifically when Cuomo's talking and when Trump is talking because then I am actually then I actually know I am getting news that is rawest and I possibly can without yeah. anyone else's spin on it except for exactly what the people who are saying it are putting right. on it you know that's how I'm trying to develop my opinions of what's did going on did you hear on. yesterday's press conference no because Casey's had to work out of the living room yesterday's uh-huh. I didn't get to see and the day before I didn't get to see the ones in the morning but Trump's in the evening I saw the one are you talking about Cuomo's or Trump's Trump's yes yes I saw those so Everybody is giving him shit right now because he said that governors governors should appreciate the federal government more. And that's just a whiny ass comment. No, he said because when you're saying that the federal government isn't doing anything, you're you're talking about the Army Corps that's in your town right now building a hospital. You're talking about FEMA, which is a federal organization that are building hospitals right now for you as well. You're talking about all of these people that are doing things to actively help you, and you're just saying, well, fu- fuck you. You're not doing enough. Well, dude, we're here. We're working 24 <laughs> hours a day. They set up a hospital in three days. Mm. A, a full hospital. That didn't Boom. go very well when they did that in Wuhan. Well, it's working great here. This is, this is America. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, but these are these are portable hospitals. <laughs> like mash. <coughs> no, in New York, that's not what they're doing. They're they're, they're repurposing metal. existing buildings. They're they're making like are. little little no, no, no. little New tent York. triage tent things. New York is right. FEMA has portable hospitals. Yes, that are like full. I mean, they're yes. like big giant. Like it's like a like a warehouse. It's, but it's like metal. Except for not for surgery. Yeah, but it's all metal, and they're giant. It's not... Wind can't go through it, for instance. It's it, Oh, it's wind can't go through those. They're canvas sides. I don't know. Wind doesn't go through a like a mash hospital. Okay. Like, they're, like they're covered. The sides are covered. It's not just a top. I don't know, man. I remember in mash, there was totally times when they were in the field. When, in the field, when, maybe? They didn't go in the field. Oh, you know what? That was bombs. Sorry. Oh, yeah. When there's bombs going off, that's a little different. When, when your walls are made out of canvas, the wind doesn't get through them, but shrapnel sure, sure does. Sure. There you go. So I'm smoking a different joint now because oleum let me down. That twisted punch was meh until it just stopped fucking smoking. It wouldn't work. It was garbage. Dang. Whole time. Should have gone with a tried and true, though. I should have got an SPP. SPP. Should have gone with Smoky Point Production. Really, this whole thing is an ad for SPP. Yeah. This is a really long, like more than a year long ad for Smoky Point Productions because, man, they make the best infused pre-rolls. They also make as really far, good edibles. As far as we have had, uh, man, they are the most consistently high quality. It's true. Dude. Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah, he did an <coughs> interview from home last night that I saw like five minutes of, like the last five minutes of. Did you understand what he was saying? He, he kind of, no, at one point he did just kind of trip over his words. He went to go down a tangent about something and then realized that they didn't have enough time for him to tell that story. It was like, <laughs> just kind of went into the next thing. And I was like, Ooh, oh, man, come on now. You know you're live, right? <laughs> he built a studio in his house Ooh. so he could re- record so he wouldn't have to do live interviews because he still has to campaign somehow. Right now, he needs money. If, he if needs the supporters. Ca- if the candidates were smart, they would be doing like daily live streams. People would watch that. People would go in there to see what they had to say. Well, I think he's doing live live interviews every day okay they should not he should be doing daily live streams to people open anybody who wants to come see it can come see it you talk about the biggest fucking rallies ever if any of the candidates were doing a daily live stream online you know how many millions and millions of people would see them at a time rather than the tens of thousands at a completely packed stadium at best he almost needs like a podcast for that like 30 minutes a day with Joe. Really? You know what? And you have someone interview him. You have someone talk to him about stuff. You have him, you know, walk Joe, him through you stuff. You know what? That's what you do. Joe, Bernie, you guys need to go to anchor.fm to get started. They have all the tools that you need. They can help you produce your podcast and put it out on all kinds of platforms, Apple Podcasts, everywhere, just like we do. Just like we do. Like, you could definitely go do that anytime and that would be ideal and uh, i would listen probably one of the biggest podcasts uh i mean definitely top one percent yeah and uh if you do do that uh from this point um i'm i'm gonna have to uh, call you up for some royalties is my idea definitely some royalties i get i get at least 10 percent of all donations from here on out it's it's a minor thing it's little it's just 10 it's nothing. You know what? And I'll let you have your beliefs. I won't even talk to you about the free market. Right. Hey, you know what? We did find out exactly what it takes to turn a Trump supporter into a socialist. $1,200 per adult. That's exactly what it takes. <laughs> During crazy times when governors of states are saying close down. Yeah. Yeah, we're all a little bit socialist, unfortunately. That's right. You ah, almost. I just almost passed in the joint. I almost took it. I would have taken it. <laughs> 
You've already had Corona. Yeah. I'm sure I've already had Corona. I mean, we're probably both dead <coughs> right now. Yeah. It's kind of surreal. This place is a fucking graveyard. There's no one here. We, we've never, like, the people that have come through have been one or two at a time, 50 feet apart, almost all with their dogs, probably from the nearby neighborhood. Dude, I have been going out. Sorry, part of the problem. But I have been going out to like, national forest trails, like, out in the middle of nowhere. We're like, no, they suggest that you do that. No, they told you to stay at home and uh, walk around. No, I thought they, I thought they specifically said, no, you know what? If you're high risk, that's May- what they said. No, you know what? Maybe it's different here. But in New York, Cuomo said, get out and go to the parks, take your kids. Cuomo also said that he doesn't think that a full shutdown was probably the best idea. Well, you have to, just like he said then, he'd rather have done too much. Agreed. Than too little. But he's he's basically said the exact same thing that Trump said when he said, I, I mean, we kind of need to start getting back to work pretty soon. Like, at least some of us need to start getting back to work soon. A lot of people are still and working. My wife's still working. Getting, a whole lot of people are still working right now. Yeah, but you can... The, the, the definition of a necessary or essential business is really broad. The computer really repair broad. store across the street from my house, they're still open. They're probably by appointment only, though. No, I walked in there and bought Cat 6 cable yesterday because nowhere up here has Cat 5 or Cat 6. You know why? Because everyone's working from home. Everyone has had to go get stuff to wire themselves directly to have a reliable enough connection to work from home. Like my wife, who is currently, right now, working in our living room, she has literally done her eight hours every day of work from our couch in her PJs in front of a lap top with a gaming headset on talking to uh, troubleshooting um troubleshooting online issues uh because technically she is considered an essential employee oh there you go um even though that's a little better yeah what was i saying oh yeah she's working from home because internet is considered uh now i'd say it's utility it's a it's an essential need um in fact in a lot of state if you have a complete home internet outage that is considered an emergency and they actually will dispatch a truck to come fix your shit right now that's what they have techs out there still to do um they won't actually come in your home they'll leave stuff on your front porch and they'll talk you through how to put it together uh over the phone but they won't come in anyone's house they start at the pole the only reason they would come in is if they had to actually um remove a like a socket from a wall and wire it and then they would do one in one room and that's it if you have any devices in your house that function they will not come fix your shit if they can't talk you through it over the phone you're out of luck so again they'll question mail is, you a new box the if question dead. is if this just turns out to be a pretty bad flu year or less in 10 years do you think a politician is going to say and i'm not going to allow this anarchy where we just allow people to just be blindsided by things and spend all this money that we're gonna have to pay you know something like that where we just you know there was this fear-mongering in America and I mean if this just turns out to be no less than no politicians will spend it as more than it is forever oh no maybe it is. it's hard to tell it's really yeah. windy out here in case anybody listening uh <laughs> is unaware it's really fucking windy out here we're not used to doing this outside usually our studio is much smaller much smaller it's fewer rabbits you're right. That's Robin Redbreast. It's spring. It's always it's always been my first sign of spring. There's one on the ground about 20 feet away. You don't think so? You don't think that uh... there will be politicians who their their whole stance is that they were against this whole thing? No, I don't think that will be a stance. No, not thing. necessarily. No, no, no. A, a new person will go. I won't allow. You know, this was just a bad flu year, and we treated it like it was the you know the Spanish flu. If it turns out. 
to just be a bad flu year after all of the measures we have already taken, then that means if we didn't take any measures, it would have been a devastating flu year. Maybe. It has worked. Either way, it's already a bad flu year. Is it? No. 26,000 people have died from the flu this year. So far. From the flu. Oh, there's more than that worldwide. Are you talking about worldwide? No, in the U.S. Oh, in the U.S.? You know what? You know what? How many of them were actually coronavirus? Probably not many. Some! Come on, now we didn't... We just started testing. This is going to sound terrible. (laughs) I sound terrible to myself. (laughs) It's it's too windy. (laughs) You're right. But there's millions of people that have already been tested, that have already had it, that just haven't been tested. Well, yeah. we find out... How many have died from it who weren't ever tested? If a bunch have had it that weren't tested, then that's going to say that a bunch, a like percentage, have died of it that haven't been tested. Honestly, I think... You can hear that, right? Yeah. It's like popping. Honestly, I think that God is telling you that you are wrong, because every time you speak... Yeah. Like, the wind picks up more, so... I don't know. It just, it just picked up again while you were talking shit right then. Yeah, because he knew you were going to talk. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. He can probably tell I'm talking like right now. Like right now. Like right meow. Right, right meow. Meow. Right meow. Do you know that cats don't meow to communicate? Just to be dicks? That makes sense. No. No, 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 no. Uh, a cat meowing is not... They don't meow at other cats. Um, they hiss and they have this kind of a low growl kind of thing that they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, meow is to imitate a human child crying. It's to get humans' attention. It has nothing to do with communication. You know, Australia may have it right. What's that? They put out bounties on cats. Mm. They're hard to kill, man. I'm telling you, you got to swerve all the way into the ditch. They're quick. Feral cats, for real. <laughs> Like they hire, they hire like bow hunters. Or they hire bow. <laughs> Damn! If you're bow hunting for a fucking something the size of a house cat, you're badass, dude. That's that's crazy. I don't know how you could. Can, like I can't even hardly imagine shooting that with a gun. That would be crazy. You'd have to get the drop on it or something. Cats are fucking quick. And they're tiny. They're actually the D&D definition of tiny. That's the animal example used for the size category of tiny. Thanks, it's nerd. Thank you. Nerds. Yeah, kind of a nerd. Probably going to go home and play some D&D today. Actually, I'm going to go I'm going to go even geekier, nerdier than that. I'm not going to go home and play D&D. I'm going to go home and play Starfinder. It's D&D in space. Space, space, space. <laughs> <laughs> that, is the, that is the dweebiest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> it's really dweeby. Yeah. No, it's, it's great. Fun. It's fun. There's starships and laser rifles, and it's fun. And pew-pews. And, uh, and, and instead of uh, the the main book, instead of it saying, okay, here's a map for the world, it goes, here's a map for the solar system, and then a chapter for each of these different planets. It's like a 650-page book. <laughs> it's ridiculous. So you're saying they're It's a weapon. Too. Super nerds. Super nerds. Ultra nerds. Definitely ultra nerds. It's crazy. Like, double virgins. That makes sense, actually. 650 pages? Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. You know, and, and, and we're such nerds that we bought that book. No, actually, no. No. To be fair, one, I'm such a nerd that I geeked out at my store over meeting one of the people who helped develop that book. I geeked out so hard to him about how much we love playing D&D that he gave me one of those 650-page hardback books. It's like a $70 book for free, brand new. Um, and we went home and played it and went and spent another 150 bucks on little... That's wind. Right. That's wind. Anyway, we're going to spend a bunch more money on those super geeky books. And we're having fun with it. Starfinder, give them your money. All of your monies. All of your monies. All of your monies. Thank you for listening to this has been the Seattle Motion Podcast. Thanks, Brought Tom. to you by This is a Podcast Comedy Network. <laughs>